Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's always better live. That's the way we do the show anyway, right? So we are doing our first ever with Sco Fanatics bonus episode. We have Christopher here who created our Discord channel, is with us today, and we're going to do some uh, some spooky sports stories just in time for Halloween. So I got the lights turned down low, and we're going to discuss some uh, some interesting sports stories. So welcome to the first ever with Sco Fanatics bonus leagues. Christopher, do you want to introduce yourself and uh, let people know who you are before we get started? Yeah. Hi. Uh, I'm Fur. I go by Fur, actually. Um, from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Went to UW-Eau Claire for broadcast journalism. Am I, I, I lost a little bit of cut. Am I supposed to be introducing myself right now? Did I hear that? Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Went to UW-Eau Claire for broadcast journalism with a sports focus. Um, we got done at Eau Claire in 2013. Uh, called local sports for iHeart for a oh, good three, four years. Been a Wisconsin sports fan pretty much since I was born. So uh, very excited to be part of the uh, Wisco Fanatics contributors and excited to, to shed some uh, spooky stories slash curses tonight. All right. That sounds good. Uh, Jake's got some interesting conversation starters to get us kicked off. So uh, we're going to discuss some some scary sports situations that are scary for teams that aren't in Wisconsin. So uh, Jake's got three of them for us. So Jake, why don't you kick that off for us? Yeah. So hello, everybody. Happy. Hope everybody's having a great Thursday night. Uh, the first one, my first scariest thing for opponents would be the Milwaukee Brewers with an offense. Ooh. <laughs> oh. So scary. All right. <laughs> my second one is and everybody knows this especially if you're a Packers fan is that Aaron Rodgers pre-snap smile that's a good one all of a sudden he sees that safety move over and he's like oh you are so fucked right now and you know he gives you that smirk he gives Devontae that wink (laughs) you know what that means baby the third one and this one just came about today showed it on the page I I was shaking in my boots I'll tell you that right now because uh, the Brooklyn Nets are having a lot of problems. My number one is Giannis with a jump shot. This man was putting in 50 points, getting 50 McNuggets, not McNuggets, Chick-fil-A nuggets. He was getting half Sprite, half lemonade. What is he going to do with a jump shot? <laughs> he just might He just might come for that Wilt Chamberlain, boy. He might come for that Wilt Chamberlain. That's all I'm saying. Hey, we did bold predictions for the Bucks yesterday. Jake's bold prediction was an MVP in DPOY, the Defensive Player of the Year again. My bold prediction was Giannis averaging a triple-double. And the way that his jumper looks, like if you follow the page, go watch the, the video that we shared of Giannis's yeah. jump shot, how much smoother it looks and not so robotic. Um, it's definitely an exciting thing to think about. So um, we're just going to share some spooky no sports stories. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do some scary sports stories. We're each gonna share one and um, hopefully have some fun. So Jake's gonna kick off the first one. So let's give Jake the floor. All right. So my scary sports story kind of ties in with the game this week. Mine is about the Honey Bears. The Honey Bears were founded in 1976. They were a cheerleading squad for the Chicago Bears. They only lasted 10 years because Virginia McCaskey, who is the owner of the Bears, was not a fan. So pre-Honey Bears, the Bears' record was 35-76-1. and That's not good. When they had the Honey Bears, they won their only Super Bowl, and they were 82 and 67 in the regular season. In the playoffs, they were four and three. So they were winning games. They're bringing in, you know, they're bringing in revenue. They're winning Super Bowls. Like they're doing their thing. After the team, the team, I will call them, was disbanded, they are now 235 and 254. So under 500, and they are five and 11 in the playoffs. So Virginia, for being a jealous woman as she is um, and wanted to focus on her has really just cursed the Bears. The Bears will never win another Super Bowl. It's been, what, 35, 36 years now since they won the Super Bowl? 36, yep. I'm I'm just saying, man. uh, The Honey Bears. And the best part about this for Packers fans, uh, her children, Michael and George, have agreed to not bring the Honey Bears back. So the Bears (laughs) will never win another Super Bowl again. Let's go, baby. <laughs> so that is definitely a scary story for, for bears. Dude, the kids agreed? Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, you know, the best part about that is, you know, 36 years on from their Super Bowl win and the entire town of Chicago can't shut up about the Super Bowl shuffle. <laughs> the best really? the best players on that team refuse to be part of it. So... <laughs> Right, McMahon was just at the game where they were celebrating the 96 Super Bowl Packers team. That's the best quarterback ever. (laughs) So Steve's in the comments, Jake, and uh, he's saying that the Bears will win a Super Bowl in the next three years. Book it. Someone mark the tape. (laughs) With who? With who? Does Steve want to bet on that? Like, I'll throw some money down That's, on that. What are we? What are we talking? I'm here? thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking we need to bet Steve a pie. I'm thinking we need to have Steve on the show take a pie to the face if the Bears don't win one in the next three years. So they hold Dude, on. So Steve, does the three years include Steve. this season? I would. I would give him starting next year, even starting next year. So they would have to win one by. Uh, February of 2025. Yep. I'd give him that. I'd take that back. I'll give you till February 2030 and the Bears are winning a South <laughs> game. I'll give you I'll give you an extra five. How about that? No. <laughs> Jake, you're waiting a long time for that pie bet to pay off. They're only gonna God, have seven more be... starting quarterbacks by then. It'll it'll be worth it because that that pile will be smashed into tears of a Bears fan, so I'm good. <laughs> hey, Steve said he bets a pie that the Bears beat the Packers on Sunday. Steve, you want to do this, bro? You don't want this. You don't want this, Steve. <laughs> I'm trying to save you, bro. 
You don't want this. I'm telling you right now. You did you look at the injury report? Hey, and we're gonna dude, and we're gonna have Matt Ramage on the show next week. So you're gonna have to take a pie with Matt Ramage on the show. Oh god. Don't do it. Don't do it, please. <laughs> Steve, I like you, bro, but I don't I don't want this to ruin your reputation, man. <laughs> You'll go from being known as a baller to a clown because clowns take pies to the face. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like, what's up, Steve? How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh shit. All right. Um, Jay, I mean, do you want to do it? Do you want to take him up on it? Sure, I'll do it. I'll take it. I'll take the pie bet. All right. Packers Bears, straight up pie Let's bet. Let's go. But Steve, right. you have to hold up. So, uh, you have to hold up, Steve. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, we don't have to worry about Jake taking. Yeah, you don't have to worry about Jake taking a pie. He's he's done it before. He's experienced. It is what it is, bro. You just got to get one that tastes good. All right. <laughs> All right. So we are going to let uh, Christopher give his scary story now. So, Christopher, you have the floor. Yeah, what's up? So this is, uh, I guess we're sticking around in the NFC North. And uh, we're going to point at everybody's favorite punching bag in the NFC North, the Detroit Lions, which uh, the the bit that starting off with this is uh, that back in the 1950s, the Detroit Lions were not the train wreck that they are now. In fact, they won. What, what years did they win the championship? They won 52 and 53, and they lost in 54, all while playing the Cleveland in NFL history, the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions were at the top of the ladder. That's not the scary part of this story. Scary part is the curse. Those teams were led by Bobby Lane, who at the time was basically the Brett Favre of the NFL at that point. He was known as a gunslinger. The dude was like basically Johnny Manziel if Johnny Manziel had talent. There was reports that that Bobby Lane would go out drinking six days of the week and then play football on Sunday. The dude partied with Alex Karras. For those who don't remember Alex Karras, he was the guy that punched the horse in Blazing Saddles. (laughs) It was a lot. One of his teammates reportedly said, when Bobby tells you to block, you block. And when Bobby tells you to drink, you drink. The guy liked his booze. Well, during the 1950s, uh, petering out at the end of the 60s, a lot of teams used dual quarterbacks. And uh, the Lions at one point traded for a, uh, pack, a former Packers quarterback, uh, Tobin, who I can't remember the guy's first name. Um ended up taking over for Bobby Lane at the end of the 1957 season after Lane uh, broke his leg and missed out of the championship. Tobin won them the championship that year. Three games into the 1958 season, Bobby Lane gets traded. And if you believe the stories, he finds out in the locker room, reporters are all around him, and he yells, this team is never going to win a championship for the next 50 years. Not quite how it happened. Uh, he actually found out that he got traded uh, on a phone call with the coach at the airport. 
nobody really heard him say it. It wasn't until many years later that his son basically confirmed that he told his wife that no team is ever going to win or that the, the Lions won't win for 50 years. Uh, but uh, let's look at the tape. Since 1958, the Lions have been uh, uh, since the day that Bobby Lane got traded. The Detroit Lions are 375, 497, and 16. They've had 12 playoff wins, 1970, 82, 83, 91, 93, 94, 95, 97, 99, 2001, 14, and 16, with their only playoff win coming in 1991, and they've had zero championships. They've also lost three potential Hall of Fame players either to trade or abruptly retiring because nobody wants to play with the Detroit Lions. <laughs> because of the curse of Bobby Lane, the Detroit Lions are the worst team to ever be in the NFL. And it should be noted that 50 years after the infamous Bobby Lane curse was 2008 when the Detroit Lions went 0-16, followed up by drafting Matt Stafford with the number one overall pick in 2009. And it's yep. been a nightmare for them ever since. That's interesting that on the 50 year of the of the Bobby Lane yeah, thing that that's where they went with that after hearing that. That was the 50 Steve year. should have stuck Which around. There was a little bit of excitement in Detroit uh, at that point because they said, well, we've hit rock bottom. The curse is done. We've broken it. Uh, of course, it hasn't. It's just been worse for them. Uh, now they have a coach who has maybe low-key admitted that he does cocaine because he needs some more energy that coffee won't give him. <laughs> it should That's also be noted, actually, that the curse, nobody actually really knew about the curse until 2001 when a longtime uh, Detroit sports writer mentioned the curse of Bobby Lane. Um, but it seems like a lot of the players that played with Bobby Lane uh, said that they believe that there had been a curse after the trade because – uh, some of the interactions that they had with him. Long story short, trading your franchise championship winning quarterback doesn't usually result in good things for that team. Hear that, Packer fans? <clears throat> Brian Gutekus. Brian. <clears throat> All right. So that's interesting. The I think the most interesting part of that story is that on the 50-year anniversary of that curse, that that was the year they went 0-16. That's uh, it's interesting. Led by uh, one Mr. Joe Barry on defense, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yes, that team was bad, though. At least this year they have some some talent on that defense, thankfully, and uh, guys like Devondre Campbell stepping up big. Was that was that the year that Matt Flynn had the six touchdowns? That 08, the final game of the year? I feel like the Packers yeah. put the nail in the coffin on that 0-16 yeah. yeah. season for the Lions. My dad was at that game. My dad was at that game. That was the game that we sat Rodgers. We were 15-1 and one that year. Wait. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. No. No. Were we 13-3 and three that year? I'm looking this up right now to the internet. Right. 2008, your Detroit Lions. What was the – no, 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 no. <laughs> Unless someone in the comments beats me to it. I am wrong. I am wrong. Uh, week 17 at Green Bay Packers. By the Deshaun way, we couldn't win the last game. I don't remember that too. guy. Who? We beat him 
Well, we beat him 31 to 21. So, no, that was not the Matt Flynn year. But we did kill, we did, uh, we did get Rod Marinelli fired. So, that was fun. <laughs> Has he coached since then? Maybe in college or something. I think he's a, he was a D coordinator for a little bit. Hmm. But anyway, the Detroit Lions forever cursed. They're never going to win anything. They are the new factory of sadness. Oh, let me keep. Can't type. Rod Marinelli is the defensive line coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, and they're they're well adjusted right now. The Raiders they're doing great. They have, yeah. they have no issues. <laughs> All right. So my scary story is is a little is a little scary actually. Um doing some of the research and and you know looking up some of these stories and stuff it's like that actually would scare the hell out of me. Um for those of you who don't know, uh there's a hotel in Milwaukee. This is a lot of baseball players have stayed at this hotel. It's called the Fister Hotel. It was built in 1893 and there's been a lot of hauntings, ghost stories to come out from this hotel. And I have a bunch of accounts from professional baseball players and, uh, you know, their experiences in the Fister Hotel. So I'm going to share those. So I'm going to start with Michael Young. This was a former Rangers infielder, and this was back in um, 2001. So this was his direct quote from staying in the Fister Hotel. Listen, I'm not one who spreads ghost stories. So if I'm telling you this, it happened. A couple years ago, I was lying in bed after a night game, and I was out. My room was locked, but I heard these footsteps inside my room, stomping around. I'd heard all these stories about this hotel, and I was wide awake at this point. And then I heard it again, these footsteps on the floor. So I yelled out, hey, make yourself at home, hang out, have a seat, but do not wake me up, okay? After that, I didn't hear a thing for the rest of the night. Okay. Next. That's actually kind of scary. It, oh, dude, I got dude. They get scarier. <laughs> I'm gonna tell them in order of scariness. Okay. Descending order of spooky. Yes, that, that that's that's mild. It gets scarier. All right. So now I'm gonna move on to Carlos Gomez. This was back when he was with the Twins. Carlos Gomez. This is a a retelling of what he said. Says he heard voices. The worst experience was getting out of the shower and he heard static coming from his iPod. When he picked it up, the song changed. He ran out of his room to the lobby without getting dressed. He said, I'm scared to go there. They should change the hotel. Everybody doesn't like it, doesn't like the hotel. Why do they always put us in the same hotel when you can't sleep? Everything's scary. Everything in the hotel. The paintings and pictures, it's a lot of crazy stuff. No good, man. No good. How The Brewers need to be better at home. The away team is scared. (laughs) Why are we not better at home? <laughs> okay. Seems like a bold so this is, strategy this next by one is the Bryce Harper. Honestly. <laughs> this next right, one wait, is Bryce on, Harper. The story is about this Bryce Harper. 2000... What did a ghost at the Fister Hotel give him a bad call? <laughs> <laughs> the morning like a bad haircut. All right, this is in 2012. He had his shirt and pants laying on the table by the end of his bed. He said, when I woke up in the morning, I swear on everything. The clothes were on the floor and the table was on the opposite side of the room against the wall. 
I was so flustered I honestly thought there might be someone in my room. I had no idea what the hell had happened, so I actually looked around, and then I checked to see if the door was still locked, and it was. He said no teammates had pranked him, and he switched rooms the next night. Well, hold on. Uh, Bryce Harper in 2012, how many years into his career was he at that point? Had to be at least a couple, at least three or four. No, not that early. I think he was earlier he than was, that. He was no, that was his that was his rookie year uh, in it. the MLB. I knew it. He was pranked. That was one hundred percent a prank. That was a rookie hazing bit, right? That had to have been. I'm just choosing to not believe any of this. <laughs> <laughs> just wait; they get scarier. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna get with. Uh... <sighs> Hmm. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, these. Get these get creepy. I'm not gonna lie. So this one is G Man Choi. This is former Brewer G Man Choi. Said he's comfortable when ghosts are present. So he's had multiple experiences in the Fister Hotel. His first time, he said, "I was scared at first, so I didn't want to open my eyes. I dealt with it a lot more times after that." He said other times, he felt a spirit crawl up behind him and hug him. And another time when he heard a spirit whisper in his ear. What did it ask him? What was it whispering? (laughs) (laughs) All right. This next one is an Adrian Beltre interview with Adam McCalvey. He said, this one's creepy. This one actually got me a little bit. This was Adrian Beltre said he heard knocking noises on his door while the TV and the AC turned on and off. He said he also claimed to have heard pounding noises from the other side of his headboard, like a man hitting his open hand against the wood. Okay, I got a question. How much marijuana are they smoking before they go to bed? That's what I want to know. I don't think marijuana makes you hallucinate, though. I was—I was gonna say though, the the bar at the Fister Hotel is pretty nice. <laughs> I've been there before. They—they've got some good stuff there. Maybe uh, <laughs> what are MLB curfew rules? <laughs> this 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 is what seems a little more plausible to me. This is CJ Wilson. He also played for the Rangers. He seemed to have some sort of electrical disturbance. So that's that seems a little more realistic to me, but. This one, C.J. Wilson said it started with a light bulb in his lamp by his bed flickering, and then it turned off. A minute later, his TV turned off. He said he sat up, thought about a ghost being in the room, and the lamp and the TV turned back on. And then the light by the doorway shut off. Then he heard something scratching that sounded like it was inside the walls, and the sounds continued throughout the night. That's a rat. That's called a rat. There was a rat in the walls. (laughs) <laughs> Settle down, Eddie Allen. No, wait, that's Lovecraft. <laughs> All right. Now. That's funny. <laughs> All right. These last two are a little bit more modern issues. So, like, if they happen to me, like, this would freak the hell out of me. So, this is Pablo Sandoval. Pablo Sandoval said his iPod turned on on its own and started playing music while he was in the shower. That's pretty creepy. 
what what it was what did the ghost want to hear? What was it playing? Does it say? Yeah, I don't know. I would was guess like Mexican like, uh... rap music if it's Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> I don't know. What if he's a Taylor Swift guy? <laughs> Everybody's Taylor Swift fan. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm assuming. No, I'm assuming right. it's what the and maybe the ghost of the Taylor Swift ghost. Maybe, maybe it's ghost. just chill on the room. Like I want to hear "Shake It Off." <laughs> Red's an underrated <laughs> album. <All right. laughs> Kanye right. did her wrong. And then what? All right, the last one I have is Brandon Phillips. The last one I have is Brandon Phillips, who said his radio turned on and then turned off by itself. So he went and turned it off after it turned back on again, and he went into the shower. When he was in the shower, he heard the radio turn back on again. Listen. So I don't know if you want to chalk all this up to uh, electrical malfunctions disturbances of an old hotel but um i'm not gonna lie if these things all happen to me i'd probably be freaked out and i would probably assume that there's a ghost in my room i i know i know what to say to this you last know, one i'm shocked that it's when the ghost turns on the radio players. does it oh yeah i didn't think about Sorry, that where, where, are the, where do the away teams for the bucks stay they stayed at the Fister. I'm not sure, I, uh, but you. I, uh, back in twenty, back in 2019, I had breakfast at the Fister Hotel with my wife, and a bunch of Timberwolves players were hanging out there, getting getting ready for morning shoot around. See, but the thing with with other teams, like um, like a basketball team traveling in, is they're probably only there for one night. Whereas baseball teams, you're there for a three game series. You're probably there for at least two or three nights. Maybe the ghost is just not that into basketball, too. Maybe. <laughs> well, not to mention that, you know, baseball has a twice as many games as the NBA does. So there's that, too, that there's just more opportunity for it to happen to baseball players. That's true. <coughs> oh, look at that. Christopher's possessed no, I, now. I, <laughs> I, I think it's maybe more likely that the ghost is just sitting there like, I have the Brewers for over 86 wins this season. Gotta help them out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's what I had. Um, I got to be honest. I think out of all of those, the thought of a ghost like coming up behind me and like t- touching my back and like whispering in my ear, that would freak me out the most. I've had that happen before, actually. It was weird. Like no Hard joke, pass. I used to bartend at a haunted. I had a haunt. I bartended at a haunted bar in uh, Chippewa, and uh, it was just me. And it was like Packers preseason, so it was like I don't know four o'clock at night. I'm sitting there watching the game. Felt something walk right up behind me, and I'm like, I'm not gonna look as things right in my little space here. Obviously, it just wants to hang out and watch the Packers. It's not causing trouble. <laughs> nope, that's gonna be a nope from me. Yeah. Yep, nope for me as well. I'm not about any of that. I am a big giant baby. I don't even watch any horror movies. I am not about any of that. I do not go to haunted houses because I will punch you in the face. I am that guy. <laughs> Cannot do it. Cannot do it, bro. Nope. 
Hey everybody, Jake's <laughs> coming through. Where your where your chin guards, dude? I'm not kidding, bro. Like if somebody like if I was going through a haunted house and somebody touched my shoulder, my first reaction is whoop. Yep, don't touch me, bro. I ain't about none of that shit. I ain't dying today. No. <laughs> like I told my girlfriend a hundred times, like I can't. We're not doing that. Ugh, I'm getting the creeps thinking about that shit. Ugh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Jake. Well, I, I hope none of the uh, I hope none of the electronics in your house turn themselves on and off tonight, dude. You know the scariest thing? This is actually a true story. My old Xbox box it turns on by itself all the time. So we have to my Xbox One like, used to do that. Power cord and my old TV. Yeah. But my old TV used to turn on by itself too. So when I was living in Sheboygan, actually. My TV all the time when I fall asleep on the couch after being drunk at three three o'clock in the morning, uh, my TV would just fucking turn on. I'd be like, "What the fuck is going on around here?" Bro, I used to get so scared, bro. Like you big pussy. <laughs> laying on the remote, ghost is like, "Keep don't don't worry, I just need to probably yeah, time don't mind me." Turn on that freaky channel you were watching before, bro. <laughs> Yeah, just don't let ghosts into your browser history, Jake. <laughs> oh, no, don't let them in the browser history, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, if you guys don't have anything else, um, it was fun doing a first bonus episode. We're going to try and do these once a month and um, you know, talk about some different sports subjects. But we started with this one just because we're coming up on Halloween. So um, I had fun with you guys. And um Hopefully we can uh, do more of these bonus episodes in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me out, guys. Yes, sir. Um, everybody, look forward to Steve getting a pie to the face. <laughs> what a bet. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we will see you guys next Wednesday then. Take care. Peace out, y'all. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.